0: I've tried a variety of different podcasting outlets, and the one thing that's always bothered me is the fact that I have to pay a monthly fee to do something that I love to do, and that's talk to the audience. But with Anchor, they make it simple and make it easy for you to do a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, and the most important thing right out of the shoot, it's free. F-R-E-E. Free. Wow. You can't beat free in this day of age. You can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So if you're sitting there and you have a thought, you're on the couch, you're in the bathroom, you're at work, just whip out your phone, download the Anchor app on your phone, hit the record button, you can be done, edit, and bam, you're set. You'll go to, if you have a Spotify account, Apple Podcast, and many, many more. And you know what the cool thing is? Another thing, I know cool, there's so many cool things here. You can make money from your podcast. It doesn't matter how many people listen, you can make money. For your one-stop shop, go to Anchor right now. Download the free, yes, once again, you keep hearing this word, everyone. Free, F-R-E-E, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome back, welcome all, Steven Muhlhausen here, walk away to Fight Club. And before we even get underway, um little housekeeping note and a little bit and a major apology to everybody. Um for people that don't know, I am back at Sporting News and The Zone, and because of that the podcast had been pushed back a little bit, and I just trying to rebalance everything and relearn time management after being gone for three months. So on that end, I greatly apologize. I greatly apologize to you guys, to Daryl Rivera and to everybody else. Um, It's hard to balance that and full-time job, work, family, podcasting and everything else. That's, it's a hard, delicate balance, and it seems like I'm I've been able to find now. So, I do want to greatly apologize to everybody, um, for that. And we will be weekly podcasts will be happening. I just don't know what if they're going to just be like this, whether there's still going to be a lot of video with Daryl or there'll be still video with Daryl. We'll still be doing recaps, and we'll still be doing. Watch-alongs and things like that. We just, I just gotta time those out and make sure we both can do them, and or at least one of us. Um, whether it's me or you know me, I do them with Daryl, or and we'll figure all that out. But me and Daryl will be back together very, very soon. He doesn't know it yet, but um, or if not, then it's just me. But hopefully, Daryl will continue to join us on the journey because I we were on a good way until we had to take a hit a hit a pause button for a second but we got, got a lot of cool stuff coming up and but before we get into that and who will be the guest on the podcast today um it feels good to be back in the saddle it's sporting news in the zone i want to thank everyone there it's a great crew I'm honored to be back um schedule's a little different so i'm, I'm not used to that but i love it though i the way it's gonna be for a while, which is fine and I'm cool with and it gives me time to do this and time with my family and things that are very important to me outside of this. And um so thank you to that. And I want to thank everyone for the support. It's been greatly appreciated. Thank you to my wife who's been beyond fantastic, very supportive in these last three months. And but now we we move forward and a lot of cool stuff coming up and the podcast is back and the first guest is he'll be headlining this coming weekend UFC on ESPN plus the black beast Derek Lewis will join us will join me um he'll be facing Alexi Olnick in the headliner this coming weekend out at the apex in Las Vegas um So yeah, we could do that. Um, we'll talk to Derek about we'll talk to Derek about the fight, where he stands in the heavyweight division, and what does a win mean? Because you, you look at the division, the division is stacked. So we kind of we take a look at that. But in a whole lot more. We talk chicken wings, chicken wings and strip clubs. How do chicken wings and strip clubs end up in this conversation? Um, So we'll talk about that. It's a it's a big fight card because you look at you just look at everything and what it means for the division, and we'll get into that in a minute. But just you look at the fight, two ranked guys, both guys coming off wins. You know, a big fight. Derek Lewis beat Ilir Latifi in February, and then you had Olenek that big win over Fabricio over doom in May. So guys with big guys with big wins in 2020, and looking a win for each guy here couldn't – definitely means it's a holding pattern unfortunately at this point um before we continue that we'll do a little preview of that and we'll get into conor mcgregor really quickly but for if you're watching uh, if you're listening to this on youtube subscribe to the pay subscribe to the channel like the put like the interview with Derek lewis leave comments subscribe tell your tell everyone you know your friends neighbors family members tell everyone to listen. Subscribe to the Walkway to Fight Club. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up. I promise, with the stars of AEW, Impact Wrestling, the UFC, Bellator, PFL, a lot of cool stuff coming up. So definitely tune in. Listen in um, if you're listening to the audio version, which hopefully you're listening to either or. If you're listening on the audio version, um, listen in on Anchor. The main place you can listen to is on Anchor, but also the podcast is on iTunes, it's on Spotify, and it is on Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting platforms except for Stitcher. I don't know what the beef is between me and Stitcher, but they have not told me. I don't know, but that's okay. I'm more than okay with that, but no. All your favorite podcasting platforms, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, just click the download button, subscribe, subscribe rate us and that moves the podcast up in the rankings um i'm going to preview this fight really quickly lewis olenek and like i was saying it does a lot the division is just such like in a flux and what do you do in the heavyweight division what does a win do it just keeps guys in a holding pattern and we'll talk more about it next week with the trilogy between stipe miocic and daniel cormier at ufc 252 it just really depends here because a Cormier win, it seems like either way here, win, lose or draw, the next heavyweight title fight's going to be between Stipe Miocic and Francis Naganu. But Derek Lewis has a good case as well because Derek Lewis beat Francis Naganu. So, can a case be made for Derek Lewis? I think so. Yeah, was the fight great? No, the fight sucked. One of the worst fights I've ever seen in my life. Big time stakes, big time card. Because you had the, the first fight with Miocic and Cormier on that show. You had the one night return of Brock Lesnar. A lot of eyeballs were on this show and neither guy delivered a fight. It was, if you were looking to cure insomnia, that was the fight to watch. And, hopefully, I'd like to see that fight again. To me, I think those two should fight. And then the winner faces Stipe. The best thing for the UFC here is for Stipe Miocic to win. Because then you can go, and we'll get more into that next week. But I think that'd be the best thing. But if you look in terms of Lewis and Olenek, they're both guys are stuck in a holding pattern. If you get the winner of that fight, you got Naganu. Curtis Blades is back on a big run. There's your three guys. The winner of this fight gets into that top four. And then you got the other guys. You got Overing, you got JDS, you got Rosenstrike, you got you know, you got a couple guys there. Verduum and Verduum resigns. I hope Fabricio Verduum resigns. I don't need to see Verduum and Fedor. Even though in the back of my mind that would that would be kind that'd be kind of awesome. Um, I think a win here for neither. I think the this is a bigger fight. I think for Derek Lewis because Derek Lewis has a lot of marketability, and you will see that in this interview. And I've talked to Derek numerous times, so I think that I think that helps as well. Um, but no, he's got that personality. He's got great charisma. And He can punch. His his take down the fence is good enough. He he's got a knockout Linick. I don't. I don't think he can keep the fight standing for fit for twenty five minutes. I think it's one of these fights that's going to end within two rounds. If this fight goes past the second round, we are in trouble. I think that's if we're just being honest with ourselves. I, if we're just going to call a spade a spade in this situation, but it's a big fight for I, it's a bigger fight for Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is fighting for relevancy because a win for Olenek moves him up, but and he's not the most marketable guy to where you can put him in a in a title opportunity or a top contender fight. Derek Lewis, you can put in a top contender fight. He's going to sell it and it's going to draw a big rating. I'm just not happy this fight's on ESPN Plus either. This is an ESPN worthy attraction. To me, maybe maybe I am just like very naive. Maybe I am. People people have said that about me before. I'm maybe I'm being too nice. I want to see Because I think Derek Lewis has something. He's got a lot of charisma. So I think that I think Derek Lewis wins the fight. I think Derek Lewis is going to knock him out. If he can just control the takedowns, I really think Derek Lewis has got a fantastic shot. You look at what happened with Cormier, yeah, people can be like, oh, look at the Daniel Cormier fight. Remember, that's a very extreme short notice fight. Derek Lewis has had some time to train here. I think Derek Lewis is gonna I think Derek Lewis wins this fight, and I think Maybe we get Derek Lewis and Curtis Blades. That's a that's a new fight. You get then you have yourself a little four man tournament after next weekend, and I'm okay with that. If you go four man tournament, I mean, that's cool. I wouldn't mind seeing Lewis and Nagano, but I think we get Lou. Lew- if Lewis wins, we get Lewis and Blades. Yeah, I didn't think Oleinik wins. I think we get Oleinik and Curtis Blades. Maybe the winner of JDS and Jazino you know, and Rosenstrike sneaks in there, but that's only if Olinic wins a Derek Lewis win puts him in that in the mix per se and but before we get to Derek Lewis I want to seen something this morning it was a good article on espn.com and it got me really irritated about Conor McGregor. and and I went, why isn't Conor McGregor fighting yeah people oh he's retired well, okay let's just be realistic here people he's not retired He's not retired at all. Let's just call call it like we see it. He's not retired. <laughs> he's really not. Let's just we're, if we're going to really be honest with ourselves, how the biggest name in combat sports does not have a fight. And I know yeah, he says he's retired. He's frustrated. We all can read between the tea leaves. He's frustrated and he's got every right to be. You know, 42nd win over Cowboy Cerrone in January. He wanted to fight in March. How can you not find the biggest star in the sport, a fight? He's on an alternate, like Dana White tried to, you know, place that nonsense for Khabib and Ferguson. As soon as Khabib was out, make the call to Conor McGregor. See if he can get into the States. See if there's any chance. Okay, Gaethje wins, and you're trying to make a fight with Gaethje. Okay, I get it. He wanted to fight, you know, this guy wants to fight. And you're like, well, no. They're put, How do you put the biggest star on ice? You're looking at a 15 to $20 million gate that is not going to be likely anytime soon. And that's what I think Dana White fails to understand here. You know what they're doing they you know i get it it's, a, it's an extra minimum 20 million dollars when he fights i get we all get it we get how this game is run but you're not going to get that gate for a very long time hopefully a year from now we're having this conversation and that's not the case but i think the ufc is doing this a major disservice here how do you treat your biggest star like this and this is the problem everybody the biggest star wants to fight. It's not a money issue like it was with Masvidal. It's not a money issue like it is with John Jones. All this guy wants to do is fight. Do what he does best. Go in there and be an ass kicking machine. And he's not getting that opportunity. How in the hell is that humanly possible? He's out of trouble. He's helping the community. There's so many little layers here. Oh, our schedule's booked through November 7th. How how do you not have a fight for this guy, Dana White? How? It's the biggest star in the history of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Quite arguably the biggest star in the history of combat sports. and the issue isn't money how you, you Nate Diaz Fer, Tony Ferguson Dustin Poirier big fights a minimum million by pay per view Jorge Masvidal sitting out there the BMF champion I just railed the law for what, four fights currently that Conor McGregor can be in if people don't think this is the the UFC being cheap, you need to get your head reexamined. This is what it is. We don't want to pay him when our numbers are up on which they are. Pay-per-view numbers are up this quarter. And, that, and that's a proven fact. Um ratings are up. But when this fad well, no, I don't want to even I I hope it's not a fad. For the UFC's sake, it better not be. Conor McGregor needs to be. He's going to get pissed at a point. He's going to stay retired. This isn't hard. This is not rocket science. If I can rattle off four fights, fans can rattle off four fights. I think we should be making Conor McGregor a fight. Doing a trilogy isn't with Nate Diaz is who cares about a gate? The trash talk between those two and the octagon would be worth it alone. That's a two million plus buy pay per view. Why are you? Why are we leaving money on the table? The NBA is roaring back. MLB is roaring back. NHL is in high gear. The NFL is about to start. College football is about to start. Let's hope we get those sports and they make it through COVID nineteen, and we can get this sports schedule finish because if it does who's going to give a crap about Stipe Miocic and Daniel Hormier and Israel Adesanya and Paul Acosta who's going to care people care about Conor McGregor they do like it or not good bad or indifferent they do the UFC needs to get it together here stop treating your biggest star like a prelim guy Conor McGregor got the UFC to a $4 billion to sell for $4 billion. They should be on their hands and knees kissing the ring to this guy. I would be. I'd be internally grateful. Dana White doesn't operate that way for one reason or another. It's gotten them this far, but you got to look at your sporting landscape here. This isn't gonna last forever. You're not. You're in your. No, no major sports have been on. Now sports are on. I think. I want to see what kind of hype they're going to do for Miocic Cormier three. It's a. It's a huge fight. How much is the sporting public going to care for that trilogy fight? Because this fight, a Conor McGregor fight, transcends the sports world. No offense to D.C. or Stepe, but they don't transcend the sports world. But if you want to subscribe, down, rate, download, download, subscribe, rate, download the Walkway to Fight Club on your, all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, and also um, Google Play. There's 16 million platforms, podcasting platforms, which I know, Overcast and Pod, I, I don't even know. <laughs> but I always say the main ones iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or if you listen to another podcasting platform, download the Walkway to Fight Club, rate, give me the five stars, subscribe to the podcast, tons of cool guests coming up. So please, please, please just rate, review, subscribe, download through Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. If you're listening to this via YouTube, just subscribe to the page, subscribe to the channel. How do I say page? <laughs> subscribe to the channel. Like the, uh, like the interview and leave a comment and that will help us rise up in the Google rankings and more people will listen and we can do more cool stuff and all that awesome sauce stuff. But here comes my interview with UFC heavyweight, Derek Lewis, as he headlines. Man, it's so weird to say, I love Derek Lewis it's by far my favorite interview I've done in a while where we talk his UFC on ESPN Plus headliner against Alexei Olnik. We talk about politics. We talk about chicken wings, strip clubs, and a whole lot more. Here is my interview with the one and only, the Black Beast, Derek Lewis.
1: I'm doing
0: good. How you doing? I'm tired. I'm tired too, you. Why are you so tired, Derek, on this beautiful Wednesday a couple days away from the fight?
1: Um, I don't know. Just tired of doing
0: interviews. Oh, man, well, that's not good news. (laughs) Um, Definitely understandable. And what's just this, and I'll start with this, and just this whole new era of what's going on right now with COVID-19. And how has everything been for you since you've landed in Las Vegas?
1: Um, everything's been good, you know, they treated us working real well here, I guess you could say. Um, everything's been good. You know, it's a little different than previous fights. Um, but being locked up in the room is, I guess, I don't mind doing that because I usually do that anyways. So everything's been good.
0: How was the COVID test? Did you guys get... Did you get the... When they go up your nose or did they do it through the mouth? Yeah, they do it through the um,
1: throat. Trying to check my gag reflex and
0: stuff like that. Now, how were the gag reflexes? Were they on point or a little off? Um,
1: Well, no homo. But um,
0: it was pretty good. No homo. Hey, well, that's good news. That's very good news. And so... If you is it been confirmed? You tested negative, or are you still waiting on the test result? Uh, I text, tested negative
1: from my test yesterday.
0: Well, that is fantastic news. Congratulations! And was it, did you worry about that at all? Because I've I've talked to some fighters, and some worry about. Oh my God, what if I test positive? Or are you just one of those where it's like, if I test positive, I test positive, and we'll just see what happens. Oh no, I
1: was I was worried. Now that I know that I've been negative, even though I've been away from my house, and I just didn't want my kids to get it or my wife to catch anything.
0: You know, I didn't care if I got it, just didn't want none of my family members to get it. No, exactly, and that's the most important thing, and thankfully everything did turn out okay, and, you know, the last time we spoke, we spoke in February, and the world has changed since then, and what's been the biggest adjustment for Derek Lewis since everything happened with uh, the coronavirus?
1: Um, I guess really realizing that President Trump is the president. You um, this guy is, like, crazy, huh? But besides that, that everything's been crazy.
0: Are you a fan? You brought up President Trump, and are you a fan of... No, 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 we're not
1: gonna hold this bullshit. We're not <laughs> gonna go off on that. No, you're trying
0: to get a headline... <laughs> I know you're trying to get a headline out of me. You know, every time me and you talk, Derek, I don't go for those headlines, my friend. We've talked long enough, my friend. I'm not one of I'm not one of those clickbait type of guys. I write for a national yeah, website, my friend. Yeah.
1: There's one guy that did an interview with me like two years ago. I said something. He was asking me something about Trump, and he said something that, um, um what do you think about President Trump, about his last um, speech he did? And I said, man, I'm, I don't even want to get into all that. It's Come on, man. Just say just anything. What do you think, really I just told him, man. I just think he should have just kept his mouth shut about that situation. And so he brought the headlines, talking about Derek Lewis, saying that President Trump just needed to mind his own business. <laughs> oh my goodness! So much hate came after that. All them damn rednecks came out in Woodward. <laughs> <I'm getting it. laughs>
0: Are you one of those guys that, because I know when I'm sitting here with my family, it, you know, like if I have family over, there's like certain things you avoid. You avoid talking about religion and you avoid talking about politics. Are you in that, Are you of that same mindset? No, not at all. I
1: say whatever I want, especially at my house. How's not in front of my kids, but, you know, other than that, I'm saying whatever I want
0: how's your family towards politics are, are they the ones like you they just don't care what comes out of the mouth or are they a little like like a little tight and close to keep everything kind of close to the vest
1: um they none of them like president Trump and so they know that i got i like him a little bit because you know somewhat a republican all because of the taxes and stuff like that that's the reason why so um, other than that my kids don't like him. Because they thinking that he don't like black people. I don't. They were saying that at school, talking about the teacher at his school had told him that that President Trump don't like black people. So my kids, six and was well, seven and eight years old, coming home saying stuff
0: like that. You know, I have my son just turned four today, and I have and I have a one year old at home. And is it as a parent, is it hard to have? conversations like that with your children or, or is it, or like, how does, how do you navigate that as a parent? I know when my son sees that stuff on TV, I know it's still hard for me to say because he's only four years old.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 real hard. It's like, I don't know. It's because my kids, they're not racist at all. You know, I try to try to picture them at the playground and see if they play with, white kids or uh, Mexicans or black or whatever. They'll play with anyone and talk to anyone. You know, they, it's All of that stuff right there is really taught. And, but when it comes to politics and stuff like that, I just got to let them know that, hey, we we are in a different type of tax bracket than everyone else. And so, we got to explain to them how some people, the way they're living their life, it's, it's, it'll affect them in certain ways, and they affect us in certain ways. And so I just have to really explain that to them. But I haven't talked to them
0: about that yet, though, but I will. Are you going to vote in the next election? or Do you vote, or are you one or are you just like, you know, you're like watching the news and just kind of gauging what's going on in the world?
1: No, I don't vote.
0: You're not going to vote in this election? It's a pretty big election.
1: No. Yeah, I know it's a huge election Really, I want um, Trump to win, but then again, I
0: don't want him to win. No, I can see what you're saying, though. Absolutely, 100. And you know, you look at what's going on in the world. You look at what's going on with coronavirus, and just watching the comp- the UFC from afar and all the fights that have been going on. How do you feel everything's been handled? Not just by the organization, but also the fighters. I believe everything's
1: been um, you know, um, I guess it's one sport that if MMA could really come out on top and be, have no negative tests and stuff like that, especially being so much of a contact sport with guys breathing in your face and stuff like that with sweat and blood and still guys being tested um, negative. Um, I guess it's a real eye
0: opening to the rest of the world that stuff like that still could go on. I know you watch a little bit of sports and are you surprised we've seen in these other sports are you surprised we've seen all these positive tests and you've seen to me it's surprising to see all these athletes not listening and staying inside the bubble because I look at you guys and you guys are following all the protocols you guys are staying in the bubble you guys aren't breaking their yeah. protocol I could see what's different about that is that
1: those guys are making millions of dollars guaranteed money anyway so they're really going out there and doing whatever. Going to a strip club and get some chicken wings and stuff like that. Shit, uh, we can't do that. We barely making enough to pay in taxes. What They're trying to make a living.
0: What do you... You brought that up. And what kind of chicken wings you like, by the way? Because I'm a fan of barbecue and Parmesan garlic.
1: Yeah, I like Hawaii, Hawaiian um, barbecue. Ooh. Look. You know, I like spice. you love spice. Ooh. But I really don't like the lemon pepper. Wow!
0: Wow! See, the lemon pepper is pretty solid. I just got hooked on that at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I'm gonna have to think. Maybe I'll start start thinking twice about that now, Mr. Lewis. Yeah,
1: you you can eat them whenever you're drunk.
0: That's about it. I can't do it. Now, see, when I have a couple drinks, though, I I'm more of Taco Bell, White Castle kind of guy. Oh yeah, Taco Bell, Jack in the I've never had a Jack in a box. I'm based in Chicago. We don't have one of those here.
1: Oh yeah, y'all are in the last place. Oh yeah, y'all are at war out there too. Yes. Every day, somebody out there getting killed. Man, them guys are at war. What is that, South Side Chicago?
0: I live in the southern suburbs. I'm about 25 minutes away from the city of Chicago.
1: Oh, okay, man. They, every day is someone out there getting killed.
0: No, it's pretty bad over here.
1: Yeah, why would you, I was like I was I talked to my wife last week. Like, why would anybody would like to live in Chicago?
0: I would never you live. Don't
1: have to be doing anything and get killed. Like you'd be sitting in, in your room in, at home, and laying in the bed, and a bullet come through the wall.
0: And that's the thing where like my wife works in a hospital in the in the city of Chicago and. I'm terrified every time she tries to work Derek. it's one of those things where she calls like right when she gets off the highway because right when she gets off the highway she gets into a dangerous part of town so it's it's always like she calls like right when she gets off because one of those things where you don't you don't know like he said you could just be sitting there in front of the store or you can just be sitting on your stoop and you can see a bullet coming in any which direction so it's it's a scary world out there unfortunately Lot so out there. You know, we haven't even talked about the fight, and we'll, I'll get a fight, I'll get one fight question in here, and because I find this fight so intriguing because, you know, we all know what Olenek does, we all know what Derrick Lewis does. Which way do you, would you have a preference where this fight goes? Because your, your takedown defense has been pretty good. Beyond the D.C. fight, your your takedown defense has been pretty superb. Are you prepared for anything he throws at you, or do you feel like you need it just to keep the fight on the feet?
1: No, I'm prepared for anywhere it goes. If we go on the ground, that's great. Um, if we go standing, that's that's fine, too. And so it really don't matter. I don't care where the fight goes. I just know I just need to uh, knock him out and um, get the record.
0: Do you... Knock out. Are you surprised he still... Do you want to fight at his age? When, he get, when you get into your 40s, is this something you still want to do? Or do you have that? Because every time me and you talk, the time frame does change a little bit. Do you want to stay that long, or do you yeah, want It's not. It's
1: not my goal to fight whenever I'm in forties. I want to be set um, for life before I'm forty. Now I want to be one of those guys be fighting when I'm in the forties.
0: How much longer do you? It's is forty the cutoff point for you, or is like you said, it's just when you feel like you have enough in the nest egg, then it's time to go.
1: Just enough in the next day. That's it. If I got enough to really um to take care of my family and survive, just enough. You know, it's it's almost to that point now. It's like, like we're good. We just this pandemic just really um changed everything. So we just have to see.
0: What does a win do for you here? Because it, it gives you you puts you on a winning streak. You beat another ranked opponent. The, the, the top of the division's a little bit crowded. You got D.C., Stipe, you got Nagano, who you have beaten already. You got Curtis Blades there as well. What does a win do here for the Black really Beast? It
1: doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything for me. It just keep me in the same spot like where I'm at because, um, the Blades dudes and Nagano, they, they both won their fight, and they're just sitting back waiting for D.C. and Stipe. So really doesn't do anything for me. It just, you um, know... Whoever the fans would like to see Fight for the belt next That's who I guess we were all boil down to
0: Is that frustrating at all for you That you don't know what a win does here or, or are you content knowing Just the win gets keeps you right in the mix Per se
1: Well it doesn't bother me at all As long as I keep winning That's all that really matters Keep winning and We talk about negotiating new contracts That's about
0: it And we'll end with this when you envision the fight on Saturday, Derek, how do you get? How do you put Olinick away?
1: Um, I think I can catch him with something real tricky that I've been working on. I think I can really catch him with something in the first round, the first few minutes of the fight. I believe I can catch him with it, and I can't tell you because I know that's your boy. I've seen you hanging out at the
0: club. Oh wait, 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 wait! wait, wait. But, um, I don't hang in those. Man, I don't <laughs> hang out with no fighters. I'm on... at. Wow. Yeah, well, first, <laughs> I'm, I'm happily married. I haven't been to one of those in, anything. man, I'm a happily married man, Mr. Lewis. I haven't, 2020. That don't mean what are you about? it's 2020. 2020. I'm still one of those guys that doesn't cheat on their wives and talk to other girls like that. i am That's not how I roll in these parts, Mr. Lewis. No, it doesn't mean that you can go to a strip club and get chicken wings and get food and stuff like that. It doesn't mean that you don't love your wife. I can go to a better place to get <laughs> chicken I can go to a better place to get chicken wings. <laughs> I can go definitely to a better place to get chicken so wings. You're saying, you're saying um, what is that place? Wingside got better chicken wings than a strip club? See, I'm on a Fano Wing stop. I like Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm a Buffalo Wild Wings type of guy. Oh, so you're saying Buffalo Wild Wings got
1: better str- um, wings than a strip club? 100%. That's
0: probably in Chicago. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and we will end on that note. And Derek, always, always glad to talk to you, my friend. It definitely means a lot talking to you once again. Bring home that victory Saturday night, and then when your fight is done, go to the strip club and get some chicken wings, my friend.
1: Yeah, I I bring you back some, too. I appreciate
0: it. All right, Derek. Have a good one, buddy.